Welcome to Antique House, the podcast where we discuss the future of Korean culture. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michael Lee, and of course, I'm joined by... Hi, I'm the other co-host, Ru Kim. For this episode, we're looking at an event that has really crescendoed since last summer for several months and came to a peak of interest the last month in February. Ryu, I know this issue hits really close to home for you. And why don't you paint the picture for the people listening today? Last June, I read this article. Uh, it's about a scandal of this actress named Kim Min-hee. So if you don't know her, she played the main actress role for the movie called Handmaiden that's really popular right now. The scandal was about her affair with this director named Hong Sang-soo. He's a really older guy, he's a movie director that's really well known in Korean film industry. He has family and children, but still having an affair with Kim min out in public. So in the news, Hong Sang-soo direct- director's wife is saying she's still waiting for him to come back home. And Kim min is a young a very young actress, up and coming. She's in her early 30s. She's very pretty and very popular. The two publicly announced to everyone that they had a relationship, that Hong Sang-soo was unhappy with his marriage. And the two have basically been traveling consistently together, working together, living in the US for periods of time together. And this created, of course, an uproar in Korean society. So the movie they made, Kim min played a role as an actress that falls in love with a movie director. <laughs> that was a plot of the movie. That's a plot of the movie that was developed by Hong Sang-soo. So this movie made its way up to the Berlin Film Festival, where Kim min won the, the Best, Best Actress Award. At the, the Berlin International Film Festival for a role in On the Beach at Night Alone, a film exploring the meaning of love through unconventional relationships. In her acceptance speech, she expressed deep gratitude and love for the film's director, Hong Sang-soo, who was making his third career. I'd like to thank most cordially. And I'd like to thank the director for this wonderful film, Hong Sang-soo. This award, this happiness that I feel is all thanks to Hong Sang-soo, my director in this movie. I honor you and I love you. And that was last month in February. So this has created a really interesting situation in Korea where the body of Korean citizens, Korean society, was infuriated with her and her actions. Also with Hong Sang-soo and his actions, calling it morally base, that it was unworthy of being popular Korean material. But at the same time, it received some of the highest international accolades in terms of its creative work. And so for today's Hunchik House episode, we're looking at what celebrity culture is like in Korea. And the question, should we putting so much public responsibility onto these popular figures? During the Berlinale event in February, there was a reporter who came from Korea to interview the director and Kim min to talk to other reporters and see what the general attitude was around this personal affair. And to his really extreme surprise, none of the other interviewers were that interested in what they were doing privately. Very few of them asked about the affair. No one asked if there was going to be a public apology. And foreign interviewers were basically just focused on the work. Meanwhile in Korea, everything that we talk about that has to do with topic is the affair itself, rather than the awards that she deserved. And at first, I would admit, from an American perspective, I was shocked at how much Koreans were invested 
in these people, how much of an emotional attachment they had. Like your response was, why do you care about their private life? <laughs> Let them just do whatever they want, right? Right, right? But for me, I grew up really liking Kim Min-hee. Mm -hmm. I didn't really actively follow her. First time I saw her on magazine, I was in sixth grade. She was constantly on TV shows. She talked about her dating lives and doing movies, career growth. I was exposed to her private life, whether I wanted or not. So I came to this point where I think, oh, Kimini, why did you make the mistake and had an affair with him? You could have become like a actress with high moral value that every Korean could like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You almost treat her like a sister or a cousin well, or not, a friend. Well, not a sister, but directly and directly, I know her private life. And I think that is what starts this larger discussion of how we treat celebrities differently. In Korea, you have much more access to the private lives of people. In the US, we have very little access unless celebrities want to reveal themselves to the private lives that they have. When you look at an actor like Hugh Jackman, for instance, you see and know about Hugh Jackman very little in a natural way in American society. You see him in the movies, you see him in talk shows promoting those movies sometimes. Every so often celebrities will come out and do social work, civic work. But other than that, you don't really have a daily engagement unless you read things like Us Weekly or watch TMZ, for example. But the general citizen, the average citizen, doesn't have that much access to people like Hugh Jackman. There's a clear separation between what they do privately and publicly. It's really hard to understand from the US point of view. When you think of movie production, Hollywood and your daily lives, geographically, it's so far away, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you live in Korea and Seoul, you're most likely to see an actress or famous person walking by when you go to like Apgujong or right. some famous places. Or you eat at a restaurant and you constantly see other pop figures Whether or actors and actresses. Right. Seoul is the Hollywood in itself. In Korea, when you see someone who's popular, such as Kim Minnie right now, you see that the way they climb the ranks of popularity is done because even though she's technically an actress, she spends an enormous amount of time on different TV programs, acting in dramas on TV. And they willingly expose their private lives. Their private life kind of becomes a selling point to promote themselves as some kind of brand. And you can see a direct correlation of how much the public supports certain people, both socially and economically, based on their personal persona what they're like, how well-spoken they are, how pretty or handsome they are, their height, what they wear. How polite they are. The same way we judge our friends and family, the same scrutiny goes to public figures because that's how much exposure Koreans have of them. And a lot of this is built into their corporate structure, into their agency. That actresses or K-pop stars, radio stars, they're expected to show up in media as much as possible. And you can see, and this is what I started to realize, that the professional life of a pop figure is not determined completely by their work or their talent, but a lot of it is determined by their popularity, their personal popularity. You have things set up by companies like fan clubs, which every K-pop star and actress and actor has. They do a lot of in-person events, much more so than American movie stars or music celebrities. Not only just pop stars or TV stars, but when you see Kim Yeon-ha, she's a skater. But she sells TV, electronics, she has an album and everything. Yeah. 
건설이 된 중요나 뛰어난 노래 솜씨로 화제를 모은 바 있는데요. She's not just a skater they won gold medal, but she is actually a brand now. And a lot of what Korean companies do is exploit that popularity for economic gain. And again, the name of the game is how much face time can these people have? How much emotional attachment can they produce with the general public? Because that equates album sales, concert tickets, all those things. And so again, just like we said, celebrities are a brand. Celebrities are not a single person that creates bodies of art. That's part of it. But a big part of it is how much they can maintain a name value in society. And that's why we have so much exposure to their personal lives. When you talk to Korean person about this issue or an affair, they will most likely get angry. And if you ask them why, they're gonna give you an answer saying they shouldn't do it because they're public figures. Mm -hmm. So it's something that Michael had a trouble understanding why we call actresses and celebrities public figure. We say 공인, it means public figure, and we know 공인 is not equal to celebrity, but the amount of power the celebrity has in Korea is maybe more than public figures, mm -hmm. although they do not provide public service. Public figures always have to put themselves together and present themselves in an ideal way. We use same moral guideline compass to judge celebrities. So when they make a mistake, we become super critical in terms of evaluating their professional work. Tolly from FX, when she's revealing all those weird photos on Instagram, although she's a singer, a lot of people will still say, since you're a public figure, you should not behave that way. That's even, a lot even of- Even though she's just a girl in her Yeah, even 20s. though she's not a public figure, the amount of power that she carries is more than, or maybe equivalent to a public figure. And the consequences, and this is where the entire ecosystem around celebrity culture really reveals itself. The consequences are far beyond that individual person. This happened a lot in the past, and this happens every so often, whether there's an affair or whether there's a problem with gambling, drunk driving. In the U.S., if an individual actor makes a mistake, they're able to apologize or, or take that back, and then they can move on with their careers. In, in Korea, when you make a mistake, quote-unquote, <laughs> there's no mercy because you're not just representing yourself, you're representing your colleagues in the movie or you're representing the company and agency that represents you. There is this kind of viral responsibility that happens when one person makes an error, a societal error or moral error. And this is generally why celebrities are scrutinized so heavily in their personal behavior. I don't know if you heard this or not, but people around me that are Koreans, when a celebrity or a higher figure make a mistake in an international stage, they're gonna say, oh, I'm so embarrassed for blah, blah, blah in Korea. Although it's not really their <laughs> right. issue. For instance, like Park President Park's case, a lot of adults are saying, I'm so embarrassed for our country. Although it's not really- Even though it's a corruption of yeah. one person. Celebrities have the most face time with the general public than any other kind of professional in Korea because they're so mixed with movies and radio and TV. And so there is this implicit expectation, and this is what we're debating now, if that's good or healthy or not, there's an implication that they should behave correctly because they are basically older brother or older sister figures to most of the nation. One of my early reactions to this topic was, why do we put so much responsibility on these people who never really assume responsibility? Celebrities never agree to those kinds of things other than contracts. But in terms of their responsibility to the public, the only thing they have to do is create music or create movies or create the art or creative work that they want to. Let's say you apply that logic to the US. 
should Lady Gaga not wear a dress made out of raw meat because she's a public figure and other people might follow her and do crazy things that she does? Or should we appreciate her work separately than her personal decisions and her persona? Which is obviously attractive to many people, but it's not economized the way we do in Korea. So I think the situation in Korea to sum it up is everything is clumped together in Korea. Everything's mixed together. The work, the personal lives, their persona on public television and media, it's all stuck together. So you're unable to look at someone objectively in terms of their work in a movie where they're acting, and that's a professional job, and what they say in their private lives when they come out on a TV show and admit they're having an affair, for example. You're unable to really divide the two. And I think that's because of the economic structure, the social situation that everything is in Seoul, for example, and everything is mixed together. Back in the days, idols cannot even say they had girlfriends or boyfriends right. because of this like private life issue. Now we are able to divorce the idea of their private lives and public professional work. Not as much as you guys do in the US, but we distinguish that now. That's why a lot of people come out and reveal who they are dating and whatnot. But this kind of affair that has to do with moral issue, we still get really angry about. So in this episode, we want to really outline the situation, the cultural situation that Korea is in and why they treat celebrities in a certain way, why we have this relationship to celebrities and we consider them real public figures. And I'll leave with this situation that we had while we were at school. There was a conference at Harvard where former ambassadors from the U.S. to Korea had a panel. This was, uh, I believe, in 2015. And during the questioning, someone who was Korean stood up in the front row and asked, why do we not have social heroes anymore? Why do we not have any more civic heroes, people who fight for Korea's development and fight for civic rights? Why have those people pretty much disappeared since post-war reconstruction in Korea? And I think this is related because we do not have many people who come out and commit themselves to public service. And we, we rely on politicians, for example, but we know in Korea that the political system is extremely corrupt. And I think that expectation thus transfers over to celebrities. And I think this is dangerous because especially in the case of Kim Minnie, she's a creative professional. She's an actress. She has a body of work that she's pursuing. And at the same time, she's expected to follow the strict traditional moral guidelines of the general Korean public. I think already there, you have a conflict of interest between someone who has a professional trajectory that's very different than the average Korean citizen. And yet, we hold her to that same rubric because we know so much about her. When I try to think of who are the public figures in Korea, it's really difficult to immediately think of someone. Especially someone who's not a celebrity. Exactly. So I think this field of cultivating public figures needs to be pronounced more in order for people to really separate the idea of celebrities and public figure. This kind of topic is very contentious. It really needs cultural translation for you to understand why Koreans are behaving in a certain way. And although we use the same word public figure, it does not have the same meaning. It has very different implications. Exactly. Through this episode, we really wanted to outline this idea and we'd love to hear what you guys think. Join our discussion on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash House, and be sure to check out our other Hanshik House episodes and our future mini podcast series that we'll be coming out with soon at soundcloud.com slash House. So, until next time, this was Michael and Rue from Hanshik House looking for a new Korean future together. together.